Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We did receive an email from um, Anonymous. Anonymous is 31 years old and is currently involved in a inheritance battle. Her and her sister are due a share of their father's estate, which is uh, plus minus 10 million rands. They've been sent from pillar to post for the past four and a half years. Some people have received their share. A business partner uh, has received his share of this 10 million. But something is off, man. So this is the email. Greetings, Sister Ndombi. I would like to remain anonymous. My father passed away on the 3rd of December in 2018. That's more than four and a half years ago. He had a will and had appointed an executor to his estate. According to his will, what that was read the day after he passed away, his estate estimated at just over 10 million rands. Uh, up to today, we, myself being the oldest and my half-sister, the only beneficiaries to the will are still waiting for what has been written in the will to be concluded. My father had a business partner. According to the executor, the partner claimed half of my father's estate that has been given to me and my half-sister in the will. The executor told also told me that uh, the partner has already received what was due to him and the claim to my father's estate is just pure greed. Sisindombi, could you please help me solve this case that seems to be going nowhere? Every quarter, there's a different story from the executor. My father's estate is currently in court, a case lodged by the business partner. On July the 4th this year, the case went to a trial court. Still, even with that, we were told that two witnesses were not prepared for the case, creating yet another delay. On top of that, the executor mentioned that the date for the next court appearance was not set and he had no idea when that will be. That raises eyebrows for me. I'm emotionally drained. I've not been able to properly deal with the grief of losing my parent. I need closure. Please help me. It's hashtag ask an expert on Radio 2000 and we do have an expert, a legal one at that. His name is Ivan Chowke from iChowke Attorneys. The line was terrible earlier on, but hopefully this time around it's much better. Ivan, I was asking, what do you make of Anonymous's story from a legal perspective? So uh, from what I can observe, it seems that uh, Anonymous has an issue with how long their estate is taking to wind up. Mm. And also uh, there are countless, uh, there's a, currently a court case that's ongoing and it doesn't seem like it's going to end. So Anonymous is a bit as frustrated with that process and obviously they want uh, this issue to be put to bed. Yeah. And, and what can she do from here on? Because A... She's been sent from pillar to post. She doesn't know when the next trial date is. So, because obviously we don't have the details as to why uh, the estate has been uh, taken to court or who uh, or the reasons behind the claim or why it can't be handled with the executor, there are a number of options that Anonymous can take. So, firstly, uh, I think maybe just to, just to recap a bit, right? If you have a claim against the estate, uh, the executor would normally, in terms of Section 29, publish a notice in, in the Gazette or in the local newspaper within the district of where this is, the deceased lives, calling upon people to who have claims to lodge their claim. Mm. Now, 
either they can do uh, either people can lodge a claim uh, within that process or of course they can go to court and uh, sue their state directly which would seem to be the case in this particular state where the claimant being the business partner of the deceased mm. if I'm not mistaken mm. has decided to take their state to court now uh, depending on how far the process is if the executor is already at that process where they've drafted a liquidation and distribution account, then uh, Anonymous should be able to know exactly what is the claim about or how much is in the estate. But if that is not the case, then if it has been, um, if the matter is with court, then there should be a court file. They should be knowing what exactly are the issues and why did the, um, the claimant, in this case, the business partner, has taken the estate to court. Hmm. Now, if they want to find out all that information, the executor should be able to give the, um, the heir to the estate, meaning the uh, anonymous here, information in relation to exactly hmm. what the issue hmm. is and why this person is taking their state to court. Mm. You know, granted, we don't have the details, but plus minus roughly, how long will it take for this particular case to be solved? How long does it take to wind up in a state? So uh, to wind up in a state would really depend on the complexity of what's happening in the state. For example, now the process obviously is being dragged because there is a claimant who's taking the estate to court. Mm. And we do know that uh, a court case can take as little as uh, six months or depending on the complexities of the issues that need to be determined, it can take uh, more than three years. Yeah. So depending on that process, uh, that's when, uh, depending on how long that case takes and how long it takes to finalize whatever claim the business partner has against the state, it might take a very long while for this age, for this estate to be finalized. Sure. Now, did the did the late father make a mistake by appointing this particular executor? Uh, should we be careful when we are nominating and appointing executors when it comes to our estates? Well, I think in this situation, it's a bit more complicated because mm. uh, here, the delay might not be occasioned by the executor. Because that, like I've said, there is a claim here that's uh, being uh, prosecuted in court. And we don't really know the reasons why this claim had True. to go to court or whether yeah. the executor rejected the claim or whatever the reason is going to court. But you do make an important point there that if you are appointing an executor, you need to know that this person is competent to do their job. And another thing here, we don't know whether this executor is an attorney mm. or a qualified estate handler. So we will know whether he's competent or not. But like you're saying, it's very important for you when you're appointing an executor to get someone who's really qualified, mm. who knows how to deal with the state, estate so that the process becomes seamless. And again, if uh, Anonymous is not happy with how the estate is being handled or whether the, um, the executor is not giving them sufficient answers, then in that situation, they can apply to court to have the executor removed. Mm. Are such cases common, Ivan? Uh, do you mean where someone is unhappy with the executor yes, or where... Yes. They do happen because uh, sometimes if the executor is not really knowledgeable about what they are doing, because remember, if an executor is appointed by the will, like in this case, we don't know whether this person actually knows what they're doing or whether they mm, understand mm. the complexities of how to administer an estate. That's why it is very important when you're appointing an executor, either it be uh, a family member who would then be able to appoint an attorney or the, or the, or the deceased can appoint a qualified person being an estate handler or an, or an attorney to make sure that 
the process of administering the estate is seamless and doesn't take as long because if you do know what you're doing cases such as these can be resolved there's no need that there should be a long uh, court case battle for the assets in the state these things can be resolved if the person who's sending the state knows what they're doing. Mm. So we had listeners calling in. I remember two, Ruben as well as Unomsa, that have a, uh, that have estate issues. And I said to them, listen on the radio. We are going to give out Ivan's contact details so that they can reach out to you and you can maybe help them navigate this whole inheritance back and forth that's currently happening. Where can we get a hold of you, Ivan? Okay, so uh, they can either email me uh, mm-hmm. or email our firm at info at icattorneys.co.za. That's info at icattorneys.co.za. Mm-hmm. Or they can email me directly at irvin at icattorneys.co.za. That's irvin at icattorneys.co.za. Or they can call me directly on... 078 962 2026. That is 078 962 2026. And they can also use that number to uh, WhatsApp us as well. Fantastic. Uh, and, and another thing, uh, even though my name is spelled Irvin, they can just call me Ivan. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Ivan. Uh, I hope to. I hope you're going to have a wonderful day. And I hope to chat to you very soon. Thank you very much for, for the call. Uh, same to you as well. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Whether you want to call him Irvin or you want to call him Ivan, he's here to help. He's our legal expert uh, dealing with inheritance issues. If that's the situation you find yourself in, please reach out to him. Radio 2000 Podcast.